Hello, 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 ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to Midnight Movie Confessionals. Happy Halloween to everyone that is probably listening to this well after Halloween, mind you. I am just coming out of seeing Alita Battle Angel, the 2019, I guess you could call it, science fiction film that is ba- that is live action, mind you, that is based on the anime known as Battle Angel Alita or the manga known as Goom, I believe it was called. I, I am... Um, very sorry for my Japanese pronunciation, but it is a 2019 film directed by Robert Rodriguez and produced by James Cameron. Now, this was a passion project for the longest time of James Cameron. James Cameron wanted to make this movie for a very long time, but he got stuck making Avatar, amongst other things, but he did produce it. So he did have a very big deal in making it become what it was now if you are hearing any background noise that sounds like a very loud bang of sorts that is probably fireworks due to some people not realizing it well technically it's halloween people like to light off fireworks on halloween it's tradition as it only is but enough about that this movie stars christoph waltz rosa salazar ed sheer no no not ed sheer edward norton uh, Al Scrine, I think his name is. I'll make sure I put an edit in the ending to this video's podcast. Not podcast, but I will put an edit in the description on any of the names that I may have pronounced or are unable to remember. I know there's a character, there is someone I know, I recognize from the Netflix series House of Cards. I don't remember his name off the top of my head right now, but I remember he was in it. He is Vector. I don't remember his name right now, but he is. The guy that plays Remy Danton in House of Cards. I, it's Ali something. I, I don't remember his last name off the top of my head. I don't want to try and remember it now because I know it, I'm going to forget it. And I'm going to either mispronounce it or I'm going to uh, pronounce it correctly. But I may make a mistake. So I'm not going to bother with that. What I am going to do and tell you is that this movie is great off the top of the bat. Now it starts... With a little bit of a bit of a black text and whatnot, like it starts with the normal 20th Century Fox sort of stuff that you're used to, but when it finds a way to flash itself, it says 26th Century Fox. Now that's different. This is set in the 26th century. 300 years after a massive war known as the Fall happens. Basically, it's set in this universe where Earth about in 22, in the 2200s or so, around 2236 at least, there's a massive war between the colonies of Earth and the Mars Technarchy. Now, what happens is that they apparently get into a massive battle where all these cities that are, these cloud cities you could say, not like the ones in Star Wars, not like Cloud City and Star Wars, but like these ones that are floating cities, like the city of Zolan, for example, are attacked by the Mars Technarchy, United Republic of Mars, I think it was called, also known as Erm, by berserkers of their Technarchy and whatnot. And, um, yeah, basically it starts with like that little text saying 300 years after the fall. 
we meet Dr. Dyson Ito, played by the one and only, the very wonderful Christoph Waltz. I am sorry if I'm being a little biased of his performance, but he's amazing at this. He does it very well. He's very eccentric as this character as Dr. Dyson Ito, whom we don't really know his name right away, but I know in the tra in the Japanese version, I remember it was so like I don't remember the full classification of his whole name. I haven't read the manga in a long time, nor have I watched the anime in a while. I may go back and rewatch it later on in the future. But beside the fact, he decides to he's a scavenger of sorts, so he decides to take a look around, find uh, replacement parts for cyborgs. He sees the head and chest of some sort of cyborg that is still in good condition, is, is still somewhat intact. He decides to rebuild it with a cybernetic body he had built, I guess, years prior. He decides to do so. He introduces himself to the cyborg, whom wakes up out of nowhere, wondering, where the hell am I? Like, she doesn't know where she is, but she doesn't even know her real name or anything of that sort. She decides, like, she's been given the name Alita by Dr. Ito and his assistant. His assistant, I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but I do remember she was a nurse who was quite wonderful of, a, of an assistant, if you ask me, because she did kind of guide Ito to help guide Alita a little bit. She was like the puppet within the puppet, if that makes sense. Like, there's a puppet on top of a puppet, if that makes some meta joke or reference to anyone i don't know but basically they live in iron city which is underneath the city of zalem now the city of zalem is well it's the last floating city from this great war known as the fall and there isn't a lot told about the whole war but all i know is that there was this battle things happened now there's only a few like zalem's the only last city to technically still exist per se as a floating city now i personally don't mind the idea of that this is again a very cyberpunk very sci-fi heavy universe that they have built now iron city is basically in general like it, it's pretty much what you'd expect it's basically with all sorts of people all walks of life many people with their own cybernetic enhancements so it's almost like if you took deus ex and kind of extrapolated it a little bit with the cybernetic enhancements of people like there are all sorts of people that have all kinds of crazy augments and really that's not a bad thing there's a lot of people with multiple arms there's musicians that have multiple instrumental hands and whatnot so you can't really um make it into a big deal but it's good if i'm honest because of the fact that one it has all these things going on and well it's just it's how it's developed so while alita is getting used to this whole idea with dr ito helping her get used to the whole idea of earth like getting used to everything around Iron City she meets Hugo whom is a bit of a I guess a scavenger like Dr. Ido 
but he's more or less known for other things, according to Dr. Ito. But he doesn't really explain it. When he's helping repair someone who seems to have been attacked mercilessly, he mentions that it was like they were used for the motor, like they were attacked for parts for the motorball games. Now in the series, now in the movie, they kind of show motorball a little bit briefly, and Doctor Ito says it's not—it's not worth your time to look at. Avoid it. I myself can say. She's a teenage girl. She's going to be attracted to whatever. She's in a new place. All right. Like, that's how the character is. Now, as the movie progresses, when I told you about this, like, she gets told a few things. Like, she, sh- she can't leave the area of Iron City that they live in. She can't really be out after dark, etc., etc., like, Dr. Ito wants to protect her because, well, this is technically his daughter, in a sense, but it's not. It's someone else. When they get to, like, when one of the characters named Sharin, played by Jennifer Connelly, I forgot to mention. Great performance, by the way. When she gets introduced, it's very brief, but she talks to Dr. Ito, whom I guess they were, like, together... At one point in time, how they kind of talk about the past and how Ito's kind of stuck in the past because he held on to his daughter's body, which was also Shirin's daughter as well. Like he's saying that she's stuck in the past, she's dead, etc., etc., etc. They kind of break her like a married couple would, anyways. But when uh, they talk, she wants to get them to become a team again and like great monsters for the motorball games Ito is definitely against it all because he's bitter about what happened to his daughter years ago meanwhile Alita has discovered motorball through Hugo and decides to play a scrimmage of it and Hugo is a bit of a nice guy he likes to he likes Alita a little bit he wants to help her learn some new things maybe not the best things of all but She's learning new things. I think Dr. Ito doesn't really like it very much. She finds out after um, Dr. Ito has gotten into an, like into some dark stuff, it seems. She finds herself helping him, unaware of her own actual like talents, and wants to actually continue to help Dr. Ito. Well, he says, forget it. It's too risky. I don't want to see you get hurt. This is the only body I know you've ever had in your life. And you've been given a fresh new start. I want you to forget it. Move on. She doesn't really want to. She wants to become a bounty hunter as well, more or less. But Dr. E doesn't want her to. He, he wants her to stay as a teenage girl. But when they just start looking further into everything with her body and everything how her heart and her like her whole core could literally run iron city for many many years he even finds out that she's like she tells he tells her hey her body and everything is over 300 years old but she is technically a teenager like just a, a healthy mind and body of a teenager technically 
he even explains that he made this body for his daughter who never got to use it because she died because of one Dr. Ito's uh, experiments going wrong who killed her in that accident so he's now never wanting to deal with motorball at all because of that he decides to continue to help Alita grow and learn things but after, the, after a while she decides to say no I want to go on my own why won't you let me this and that and the other thing she gets mad about it she decides to take off and go hang out with Hugo for a little bit Hugo shows her the real deal of motorball and um, afterwards she notices Sharin and Vector she also notices that uh, there's a few other things going on that are a little shifty. She doesn't want to know exactly right away, but she's she's slightly naive. So you can forgive Alita for being naive for a cyborg who technically survived a war and has no memory at all and has been able to adapt, you could say, and learn new things as time has gone on. But again, she doesn't want to just live this life. She wants to know her past while Dr. Ida wants her to just kind of forget the past. One day when the event, when uh, Hugo and her venture out of Iron City with his friends to visit uh, an area that's outside of the area, they, they, she discovers some farmland and whatnot, but she also discovers there's a ship from back in the uh, back from the war that's been submerged in a lake she decides to go under to explore it herself and notices that there's some machinery that she is able to access now she doesn't exactly know why but she accesses it pretends that like like nothing ever happened Wow, when she finds out what it really is, it's a berserker body from the Mar the from the Erm War. Something that Elita would have been able to use. Now, Ito does not want her to even go near it. He's like, forget it, I will not help you become a killing machine. Because this is technology even I don't even know how to grasp at all. Like I don't know anything about it. I myself watching this know it's some scary shit like I would be scared to death knowing that there's some sort of technology that I couldn't grasp personally and I just wasn't able to experience like know what to do with it if I was told that this could be something that could pretty much destroy anything in its path let alone what I'm being told about it, I would actually be a little bit more terrified about it. I would want to keep my distance and for sure want to not tell anyone what I know at all. Like, I would want to just not tell a single soul about it. It's like winning the lottery. Do you really want to tell people that you won the lottery? Probably not. You may want to, but at the same time, do you really want to open your mouth and say I won this I won that so when she finds out what it is from Ido he says no I will not help you be put I will never touch this 
I won't ever put your body into this at all. She gets a little upset about it. She decides to go off on her own and becomes a bounty hunter herself. Well, she runs into a few bounty hunters herself at this bar and she finds out that there's a, like she wants to take down some asshole named Gruishka who she encountered with Dr. Ito earlier in the movie, how she took out part of his arms and some other parts of his body and it jump-started her memory a little bit on her past. Now, she wants to know more, but Dr. Ito doesn't want her to know more. He wants to help her live a new life. Now, if I'm given the chance to start anew like that, then I would take the opportunity just, I would just leave. I wouldn't care. I would just take it because you kind of, when you're given lemons, you, you make lemonade with them, right? Now, I think Alita doesn't know this per se, but she should. If I'm honest. But then again, as a movie, I'm allowed to critique every single little bit, little itty bitty piece and whatnot. Now, when she gets to. When Grushka attacks this bar after she's caused a bit of a ruckus and Dr. Eo is trying to stop her from causing any more issues, they get into a bit of a scuffle. She decides to just. Like. Gruishka comes in, tries to attack her. He does. Success, like after she she sees him murder a dog, an innocent dog, that's uh, standing up to him. She decides to kind of lose it a little bit and go after him herself. She loses her original body because of, well, her being a bit of a badass, but also just not unable to give up and just say, and what she really does. Gruishka, who I forgot to mention was also played by the legendary Jackie Earl Haley. She actually says one thing that I love because this movie is, I believe, PG-13. She was able to get away with the best way to give a deliver an F-bomb. She just basically says, fuck your mercy and just, even though she's only got the one arm left, just rips her, the rest of her body that's left from this attack right out like right away and blinds the fucker in one eye literally just he blind like he she literally finds a way to just blind him in one eye literally like take out his eye without being able to do anything else but when this happens dr ito as well as another bounty hunter come to her aid dr ito takes her back to his office like to his medical clinic and puts her into the berserker body. Something he said he would never do, but he did anyways. Because he loves this, this cyborg. He loves her. He thinks it's her, her da his daughter anyways. And she becomes able to say, I love you too, father. Like, she thinks Dr. Ito is her father in a good way. Like, this is normally not really seen in many movies. But it is a father figure. She respects him. She finally accepts who he is, whom technically, besides being a doctor, is also a hunter-warrior, a bounty hunter in the series, and he only does it to keep the clinic he runs open. He doesn't do it for anything else. He doesn't do it just for the money. He does it to keep his clinic open, because if he didn't, the clinic would have been closed forever. Like, it would have been closed long ago. Now, he does this because of the clinic. He doesn't do it for anything else. He just does it for that, to keep it going. 
And, well, you also do scavengers as, as well to keep parts intact and find other parts. After this happens, for the second time, Gruishka's been attacked. Vector and Shirin just say, I'm done. Like, how are we going to help you anymore? You won't listen to us. You won't just admit she's impossible to defeat. Give up already. Because Gruishka has such a never, never give up attitude. Just like Alita. He decides to go after her one last time after... Vector has decided to find a way to pretty much take out any, like, for any way to, like, just basically create a task force during the motorball qualifying leagues as Alita has been entered by Hugo to enter and just say, you know what, let's do it. Let's get you in there. Let's... Let's get you to win. You can go to Zalem yourself. Because that's what Hugo wants to do. He wants to go to Zalem. Now, Alita says no. We're not doing that. Not not on our own. We're doing it together. This and that. They form a pack like that. But. I just know when he does. When she does this. He decides to also say. You know what? Like she would even give Hugo his heart. If she needed to when she finds out like when she's in the middle of the motorball tryouts the guys that have come to train apparently and fight for number one are actually a setup by vector to kill alita dr ito notices this because some of them are bounty hunters themselves and some of them have some bounties on their heads she warned he warns alita to get out of there she tries her like best after being told, like, like after everything, Hugo f- says, you know what, I've had enough of just jacking these cyborgs just for parts for the motorball games. I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. Ed Skrine's uh, character, who I didn't really mention a whole lot, but he's a bit of an asshole bounty hunter of sorts, who's got really one hell of a fucking ego, decides to say, you know what? I'm gonna just frame you for murder. When and Hugo's best friend Tanji gets killed after trying to protect him. Hugo is hurt. He runs off to the uh, to a church of sorts. Penelita chases over there to get him. Finds out that this has happened. He's been framed. Sharin also notices it. Helps her, like helps Alita and Hugo get out of there reasonably and then it's grind's character sabata gets his, sl- his face basically sliced off by alita because he's interfered with the bounty which alita tries to take for herself she does she takes it she instead also takes him to dr Ida's office to get fully repaired she instead goes to confront vector and says, you know what? I'm done. I want to find out who the fuck Nova is. The guy that's behind Zalem, behind everything. He wants to know who the fuck this motherfucker is and actually deal with him herself. She does, but in the but in turn, after she kills Vector and all of his droids, after telling Alita the, the entire truth, like, you can't really go to Zalem at all. There's no way. 
she uh, finds out that Hugo has actually starting to go up the cables that support, like one of the cables that support Zalem, while Nova looks onward, and actually uh, after Alita has defeated Gruishka and killed Vector, decide to send down the chain, the some sort of saw like uh, piece down the down the cable that they're both on. Alita tries to save Hugo. She cannot because, well, his parts aren't strong enough to be supported by her. She's in tears crying because she just lost the one person she loved besides Dr. Ito. She continues on fighting and battling through to the end of the Motorball Leagues and becomes one of the final champions, more or less. Like she's deciding to say, you know what? I'm coming after you, Nova. I don't care how, but I'm coming after you. And that's how the movie ends. Now, this movie, I wanted to give it any sort of rating out of 10. I didn't give the other films that I did in the past episode any ratings, and I apologize for that. I'm giving, like, for those films, I will now give, I'm going to basically give you four ratings now. For El Mariachi, also done by Rodriguez, that's going to be getting a 7 out of 10. (laughs) Sorry. I get the 8 out of 10. Desperado. I get the 7. Wow. Wolf Upon a Time in Mexico gets, for the classics, a 10 out of 10. Now with Alita. I'm sorry if you listen to my review and I didn't give a review for, I didn't give a rating for those. I'm sorry. Out of 10. I think this movie shows a lot of promise. I think that Alita Battle Angel could develop a sequel in the future. I don't know if it will or not. I would love to see it develop one. I'm going to give this one a solid 8 out of 10. I'm hoping that there will be a sequel for this film. If there is not in the next couple of years, I'll be a little disappointed. But that's Hollywood for you. It did well. It just got a re-release just now, like for a limited time only. During this Halloween season, near the very end of October, which I'm very happy for, just like a lot of other films in the past while during this pandemic have kind of gotten re-released and whatnot. But I'm going to say, if this movie does get what it should get, which is a sequel, hopefully we have a few people come back like uh, Edward Norton as Nova. We get Dr. Ido by Christoph Waltz and we get Rosa Salazar as Alita. I'm hoping we get those people to come back for the movie for the sequel if it does happen now even if they don't bring back Dr. Ito for a whole lot of the whole sequel that's fine I just want to see him come back somehow but again this film is an 8 out of 10 it's definitely worth it to watch if you like anime if you've read the manga you're probably going to be thinking it's even better or it might be worse now if you watch the series the series is, you might enjoy it even more. Who knows? I'm not going to judge you for it, but if you found any of it enjoyable, I suggest you check it out. Now, this is me, everyone, signing out. End transmission on Alita Battle Angel until we see each other again. End transmission.